and welcome to Steve and Roland's Beer Podcast. Number 18! Remember this time? Yeah, that's because I did my research this you time. You did your research this time? Yeah. I've done my research again. You have, you have in notes again. Do remember about it. the banging of the table though, won't you? Um, bang the table, is that what you said? No, don't bang okay, the table. I'll try not to. So yes, uh, you find us rather giddy with excitement, um, as we yeah. know that... Uh, Indie Beer Man has finally come around. It has indeed. And we are looking forward to Indie Beer Man on Saturday. We are going to the lunchtime, um, the lunchtime session, session yeah. yeah, which means that we can carry on drinking afterwards and get extremely drunk. And Roland will start yeah. pointing at me again with his Probably finger. Probably will. Tell you everything you do wrong. Those who don't know Roland, he's the worst drunk in the world. He points a lot and he, he, he normally likes to share his opinions anyway, but he shares them more forthrightly. Only with you. Only everybody with me. Yeah, everybody else just sits back and watches the fireworks. <laughs> so, um, yes, we are quite giddy. We have a beer. Come on, open it up. Okay. Because okay. I'm thirsty. Um, and now this is a beer that when we opened the boxes, we were quite excited to see because it was, it was a beer that Roland made me buy. Just a few days before the box arrived. So this is uh, Kubler Brewery, who were a name that I've heard mentioned by a few people in very positive terms. So uh, they've got three brew- three beers, mm-hmm. and we've got the pale ale, which is uh, rock rice. Sorry, isn't it rice? Yes, rice. And um, they've also got a saison, which is rock, and paradise, which is a stout. Okay. I like saisons, I like steaks, but I particularly like pale ale, so I am like quite pleased that we have this one. I am very partial to a hop or two. So they are based down in Somerset. They are. Um, they, their label says, all of our beers are inspired by the natural and wild surroundings in which we live and play. Share our experience as we search for the perfect beer. This one is a pale ale exhibiting fruity, gooseberry and orange aromas. I can see oranges and gooseberries in there. Yep. Crisp finish. Uh, it is bottle conditioned. We don't use animal products to clarify it. Store upright, serve chilled, pouring gently, leaving yeast sediment mm. in the bottom of the bottle. Tell you what, that smells good. Yeah. So, what do you think to the label? I really like the label. Um, I think it's. I guess with their kind of their link to inspired by nature thing um, and that southern coast styling. Um, yeah. I like it a lot, actually. It's very surfy-like. It is very surfy-like. I think it's quite distinctive. Mm. Um, I find it quite easy to spot them and made, attracted my attention very effectively. I'm kind of quite intrigued that they, the best before date is written on by hand. Mm. That's I'll explain this one in a moment. Yes, yes. Um, do we want to rate the label first? Yeah, yeah, rate I, the label. I really like the label, actually. Um, I like the use of the fonts as well. Um, so I'm going to go eight. I'm not as enamoured as you. I think it's a nice enough label. I think we've seen an awful lot worse in our beer box subscription. Um, not that that's affected the beers yeah. particularly. Uh, but I think I could give it a six. six. It's fine. Okay. It's good. It's so, you know, I, I, I would buy it. I did buy it. Um, and I think you've bought yeah. it in the past too. So it obviously does its job. Um, so, 4.2% as well. I, I'm we like, we like that. that. We do like that. So go on, use your notes and I'll tell us why it's written in hand on the okay. side of the label. So they were founded in February 2012 near Taunton. Yeah. Um, the brewer is Kate Looms. Check. A lady brewer. It is indeed a lady brewer. Uh, she worked in the food industry and in restaurants and then got into home brewing in 2010. Okay. So then only two years later, she's starting brewery. Um, 
they've got a one-barrel kit. Now, I, we're not really brewers and, and into that no. kind of thing, but that's tiny. That is very small. I mean, like one barrel is, I think, nine gallon. Apparently, it produces just over two hundred, over two hundred bottles. Right. But you know, if in terms of going to anywhere other than bottles, that's not a lot. No, 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 no. So, so uh, you see, now quite often they will have extra fermenters. Um, you know, so they'll do the brew and then move it into a fermenter. Do they have more fermenters? Do you know? Or you don't that know? I know. As of the the information I found, which was a little bit older, so it was from 20, um, 2012, I think, end of twenty twelve. They they were just on a basic one barrel kit, as far as I could tell. Okay. Um, the name Kubler Brewery, yeah, named after the poem Kubler Calm okay. by Samuel Taylor Coleridge, who was from that area of the, the country. Um, so again, a local connection to a, a poem that they liked. So I like that. I mean, our Jabberwocky's named in a similar way because you'd appreciate Lewis yeah. Carroll being from rightly to this parents' house in Sunderland. So yeah, no, I, that's cool. There isn't that much information about them actually they're fairly quiet but they've got on with just brewing beers i think which do is, they you know, just do bottlings or do they supply pubs as well they do supply a couple of a couple of pubs but only ones that are very local to them as far as i could tell mm-hmm. um they are ones that a number of people i've i've heard of and know of online and twitter and bloggers and so on have talked of in positive terms but i've only really seen the the bottles make it up to us fairly recently um not surprising when they are such a new brewer and also such small small production, relatively speaking. Yeah. Um, very, very good looking beer. Yeah. Like very, very clean. I, I'm surprised it's 4.2. I mean, I've been yeah. sitting here supping at it, and it tastes a bit stronger than 4.2 it to does. me. It does, yeah. Um, I'm no expert on these things at That's all. But no, no, I think at all. It packs quite a bit of flavour for that percentage. Yeah, no, there's, there's an awful lot of flavour in there. Um, I don't know if I'm being influenced by the label and the description of the aromas, but I do taste gooseberry in here. Like, there is a real kind of sour fruit thing mm. going on, uh, which I like. Um, it's very hoppy. Like, this it is, is yeah. like, poof, yeah. Hops on top mm. of hops. Um, I'm impressed that, it, you know, if they're so new to it, they're producing something that's so clean and so well brewed yeah. on, on small kit. Um, Again, the, the only three beers, which is a fairly small range. I, having a look at some of the other breweries who started fairly recently, a lot of them have done lots of different stuff in relatively short time. They've been around for now for what a couple of yeah. couple of years now, and, and we're year and a like, half, and they're still like, nice three. I'm three beers. I, I mean, I'm intrigued to, to try their saison. Mm. Um, I've got a bottle at home which I haven't managed to get around to quite early this week. I was going to try to, but. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying that, particularly on the back of this. I think I think it's a very, very good pale ale. Mm. Um, there's a little bit, if I'm going to look for negatives in it, because we should look for negatives, we shouldn't just sing praises, that there's a little bit of like, um, I don't want to say plasticky, but I've been seeing a lot, like, I don't know, like, just like a little bit of a synthetic taste mm. to it. Um, but then the hops kick in and it's all good and it's very drying from those hops. Yeah. Like super dry. It is super dry. I find it really crisp and light. Um, if I was to pick something that's maybe not quite how I'd like it, maybe it's that percentage means it is very light. Mm. Um, I think this is one I'm going to, I would love in the hotter weather. Yes. As, it, as we've now hit a little bit cooler kind of period, maybe I'd kind of like a little bit more uh, body there to balance the, the hops, but that's really picking hair, I think. I think... Like it's it's nice to see somebody do a flavoursome beer 
That kind of percentage. And that kind of percentage and not feel like they've got to, you know, make it into a hardcore or something like that, you know, where yeah. that's just way over the top and too much. Definitely. Um, I'm not going to have too much of that because I don't want to, yeah, I've poured some sediment in there now, I've done well. Uh, it looked very clear before, now I'm going to have yeast belly. Loading. Now I'm going to have yeast belly. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm intrigued um, to hear your bottle top rating because I think you're going to score this one quite highly. Mm, um, I'm, I'm trying to think about it, my brain's not in, quite in gear today. Um, yeah, orange zest for me, definitely on that. There's I, definite I, oranges and there's definite gooseberry. Like there's, there's, If it's not gooseberry, it's some kind of sour fruit. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and in a very, very good way. Mm. Um, I mean, I would... Like, I think always a good measure of a beer is that I want to taste some of their other beers. So I want to dive in and try their Saison now. And I'd very much like to try their Stout. Um, that, that straight away says that this is a... Is a, is, a, is a good beer like the Durham Brewery one I really want to find some yeah. of their other stuff as well uh, since trying that one a, a while back so come on give me your bottle top rating I'd really like um, say maybe a little on the thin side for me but that's small negative in what's a very good beer eight you're a tough one to please like you like it and then you say oh, eight yeah okay, I said it now the bottle's dropped I can't I yeah can't yeah take can't, can't take it back now um, I'm not I don't think I'm as Enamoured as you are with it, I think you, you know, I like it. I think it's very good. I think it's very much my style of beer. Um, I think you're right about the light part. And I, if I'm going to give it criticism, I think it dries a little too much on the finish. It really does. Dry, like my tongue, my I, I want some water. Like it's, uh, I feel like my tongue's expanded. Um, but again, I, you know, I, I shouldn't shy away from that because I do like that sometimes. So I think it's a very good beer. I think it will be improved with warm weather. Uh, I can imagine sitting in the garden drinking this. I'm also going to give it an eight. I think. Agreement. Yeah. Agreement again. What is the world coming to? Oh, I'm sure it'll change. Oh, God. I, well. In fact, I'm sure it'll change by Saturday, to be honest. Oh, yeah. We'll be fighting in Indie Beer Man. Yes. I'll, I'll be chucking him in the deep end with no water in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know that. I'll be getting blamed for all the beers that you choose that you don't like. Mm. Well, they are normally the ones that you say you should try that. No, no. You usually choose your own, and that's when you make mistakes. Oh no! My lists are the ones that work. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to go into the sauna and see uh, Magic Rock. Mm, so uh, Magic Rock and the Turkish bath bit, haven't we? Yes, I, 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 I mean, I, Magic Rock is somewhere that I've got more and more excited about, and I'm glad to see they're taking a the leading role there. Yeah, I mean, if, if there's a downside. Looking at our session, a lot of the stuff that's there is stuff that is kind of accessible. Um, do you know what though? Unusual, but that's fine because it's good stuff. Good. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, the, the the accessible stuff is normally accessible because it's more successful, yeah. um, which means that it's normally good. So I I looked and you know, I seen Colonel there, seen Weird Beard there, um, you know, kind of uh, Abora there as well, aren't they? And yeah, yeah there's there's a lot of people. Like so, I've I've been looking through the lists. I've been doing my research. There's a lot. There's there's a load of breweries who I haven't tried, and just like with with beer bods. I'm looking forward to trying some of them for the first time. So Tap East are there. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to trying some of something from them. Um, I don't think I'm going to go too crazy because I kind of tend to be disappointed when I go off the map a little bit. Mm. Um, well, I, I, I think there's like there's um, some marble there. There's a collaboration they've done with uh, Indie Man and a farmhouse IPA that sounds right at my. Oh, talking of collaborations, I had the um, uh, Monk. 
Northern Monk and um, Weirdbeard collaboration. Oh, Bad Habit. Bad Habit. Um, mm. Last week I went to Cherry Reds for the first time in Birmingham, and um, yeah, I like. I, I I was I was really impressed. Like really impressed. Um, it was the only beer in Cherry Reds I could drink, but uh, it was a good beer to drink when I was in there. Um, so no, I enjoyed it. It was nice, very, very, very mm. good. And collaborations are always interesting, aren't they? Really yeah, there's. It's interesting to see different breweries' approaches to them as well. Yeah, and there's some breweries who've done huge numbers of collaborations. That's, that's what I really want to ask guys at Weird Beard about because they've done a lot of collaborations. But they don't. They don't own their own kit, do they? Weird Beard do. Weird Beard um, do. Okay. Northern Monk don't, okay. and no, I suppose no. it doesn't surprise me that they've done it. Because I think if you don't own your own kit, then you're much more likely to do collaborations. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like that it's a shame that the coffee industry doesn't work in a similar way with the collaboration mm. stuff and I, and I guess it's a lot harder too with coffee but I really like that some of the, the, the way that the beer guys come together yeah, um, but and, and, and push really... boundaries do things that like I think a collaboration should never be a safe beer it should always be something a bit mental yeah um, and I think that's that. I don't like safe collaborations at all they, and it's they, always nice when it's, you've got two brewers who both can respect each other yeah Quite often from different areas, so they're not kind of overlapping quite with their um, their customers mm-hmm. who come together and say, "Look, we let's do something that's really geeky and interesting. We can do a small amount, and they'll sell the small amount, and that's fine because it's it's for their own pleasure as much as yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's a really good way of doing things, isn't it? I think. Okay, well, right, I, we I'm nearly done. Um, we should we should definitely finish yeah. it because we've been talking for way too long. Um, yeah, we shall uh, see you next. Oh. And and do remember we are the unofficial podcast of beerbods.co.uk. You should definitely go buy some beer from them because you could taste tasty Kubler like we are too. Done.